Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Coulter, we're going to have J.J. Koski, who, if you don't know who J.J. Koski is, he is a, a wide receiver for Cal Poly. And if you know anything about Cal Poly, you're going, well, why in the world would you be talking to a wide receiver from the Cal Poly Mustangs? Well, the reason is simple. J.J. Koski, first of all, highly recruited kid out of high school, was recruited by a bunch of different schools, well, FCS and FBS coming out of yep. high school, elected to go to Cal Poly, well, because he's a smarty pants. Okay, we could start there. And, and where's that? Where's a better combination of academic prowess and awesome college experience? I mean, San Luis Obispo is amazing. It's like it's like I heard before I went there. People said it's Bozeman with a beach. Well, the mountains aren't quite as majestic, but it's also never negative twenty. So yeah. uh, it's even better than that in certain elements because you got wine country, beer country, and the beach and mountains all the way around. It's a beautiful place. Well, we'll we'll play you our interview with JJ Koski here in just a moment. A, a great kid, really fun to talk to him. Uh, enjoyed it a lot. Obviously, Cal Poly hosting Montana State tomorrow. By the way, just in case you're not aware, six o'clock Mountain, the kickoff for that game. So an evening game on the West Coast, uh, becoming a night game here in the Mountain Time Zone. So six p.m. the kickoff uh, there for the Cal Poly Bobcat game tomorrow. Uh, but, culture, we we had talked about who's the guy that we are most looking forward to playing that's mm. going to be an opponent of mm-hmm, the Cats mm-hmm, or the Grizz mm-hmm, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, Mo- for the Montana-Idaho State game, I think the obvious answer would be Mitch Goler. I think Mitch yeah. is a phenomenal uh, talent, obviously a formerly a, a professional baseball player, drafted baseball player, and so he's always fun to watch. But the guy I'm most interested in watching is Matt Strzok because he is the biggest mystery, mystery to yeah. me. He's come out, I mean, six touchdowns on 14 completions last week is just mind-boggling. Uh, but he is, you know, a guy who, who you know, came out of – a, a junior college that didn't even play at the junior college, and and so it was sort of he a diamond himself in the rough on practice, field. right? To to uh, Idaho State, but if he's the real deal, 
um, it, it would be, you know, an unbelievable get for Rob Fennessy and his staff. So, and he's the guy that I'm most looking forward to because certainly Montana, particularly in Washington Grizzly Stadium, is going to be his most difficult you know, challenged thus far, uh, for sure. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays tomorrow. That's the guy I'm looking forward to watch play. The Matt Struck saga is just absolutely fascinating because I remember the first time I saw Victor Viramontes on film, the Montana State had just offered Cam Sutton, and then Montana came in and offered him, too, a big receiver from Norco, California. His quarterback was a kid named Victor Viramontes. I told I was texting with Tim Cramsey, the former offensive coordinator of Montana State. I said, what about this Norco quarterback? He goes, oh, man, we're the first one to offer him. But then I got avalanche because Kevin Sumlin and Jim Harbaugh and P.J. Fleck all came to the table. He said, I had Montana State didn't really have a spot to sit at that table. So Victor Viramontes ended up going to Michigan, hating it, and then decommitting, going to Minnesota, hating that, coming back to Riverside Community College. In the meantime, Travis Johnson, who's now at Montana State, breaks his foot at Oregon, gets beat out by Dakota Prukop, then during the Mark Hilfrich saga, Justin Herbert takes over the starting job. So Johnson's just buried. So he said, okay, I'm going to start over, go to Riverside Community College. In the meantime, so now Viramontes trans- transfers in over Johnson, so he doesn't have a chance. Viramontes is going to be the guy. And in the meantime, Matt Strzok was the guy that was on the roster. So now he's buried behind two former four-star recruits. How do you even get any right. playing time? But Mike Ferrer, who's the offensive coordinator at Idaho State, he told me, Hey, I was talking to their coaches, and he said, well, this kid's actually the best thrower we got. He's just not a freak athlete. The Viramonte saga evolved even further to the point where then he switched to defense, committed to Nebraska to play linebacker, decommitted, and now plays linebacker at UNLV. How did this happen? He was once upon a time supposed to play quarterback for Jim Harbaugh. Now he's playing linebacker in Las Vegas. Who knows? Right. Just like Travis Johnson was supposed to be the heir apparent, the next Dennis Dixon at Oregon, and now he's playing wide receiver at Montana State. <laughs> How do these things happen? <laughs> Matt Strzok, the guy who didn't get a single game rep, is the one who's the starting quarterback yeah. at a D1 school yeah. in Idaho State. It's amazing how these recruiting stories play out. But as far as the guy I'm the most excited to see, I've only actually seen Mitch Guller live and in person twice, but every time I watch him on the stream – Man, he's just he's a ridiculous athlete. Yeah. I mean, watch number two if you're going to the game tomorrow. His fluidity combined with his size, combined with his jumping ability, combined with his ball skills, he's just crazy, man. And you have to think, this guy took four or five years off from playing football to play minor league baseball in the Phillies system. And then when it was all over, he gets in the car and drives to Pocatello where his brother Tanner is living and goes to, into Rob Venice. I guess it was Mike Kramer at the time and says, hey, can I get a shot? Can yeah. I get a shot? Okay, he walks on, boom, he's all big sky first year. Second year, he's first-team all big sky. This guy's been first-team all big sky two years in a row. There's only been 35 players in big sky history that have been three-time first-team all big sky. He could do that again this year. The other guy I'm looking forward to playing or watching, if you're talking about the Montana State game, is this guy that we're going to hear from right now, J.J. Koski. Why are you a wide receiver in a triple option offense, and why does anybody care? Let me tell you something. If you're a guy who's getting looks in a triple option offense as a wide receiver, you got to be pretty good. And J.J. Koski certainly is that. He's a senior wide receiver for Cal Poly and a tremendous athlete, and they're throwing the ball significantly more now with him as the wide receiver than they have before, even though they're still throwing, you know, in the triple option. So here you go. Our uh, conversation with senior wide receiver from Cal Poly. Get you set for the Montana state Cal Poly game tomorrow. JJ Koski. We go now to the Rangers brothers RV phone line. And we welcome in senior wide receiver for the Cal Poly Mustangs. JJ Koski. JJ, thanks so much for taking the time out today. How are you doing? 
I'm doing well. Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Very happy to have you on. Uh, you are a kid who has a really interesting story, and I, I, I don't know all the reasons why. It was one of the reasons we wanted to have you on because this is really interesting to me. You were recruited by a lot of uh, a lot of teams coming out of uh, out of high school. UC Davis, Montana, Nevada, San Jose State, among others, coming out of San Ramon Valley High School. You decide to go to Cal Poly, obviously Cal Poly, an outstanding academic institution, but as a wide receiver, going to a school that runs the triple option, a little bit of a head-scratcher from a decision-making standpoint, football-wise, what led you to go to Cal Poly? Yeah, I think that uh, I think that I could come here and kind of make a name for myself, even though we do run the triple option, but um, I think over the past couple of years, I've been you know super productive in the role uh, I kind of have with our team, if it's, you know, returning punts, returning kicks and whatnot, or, you know, um, getting the ball uh, on reverses on a couple uh, running games we do with me, and also in the past games. I think that you know coming here, obviously, you know it's a great um, academic institute in Cal Poly, and uh, I go to the business school here, so it's a great deal all around. But also in the football game, you know, I get uh, I have a big role in our offense, and uh, yeah, I think that uh, it's kind of worked out for the best of both worlds for me. Did you have any following of Cal Poly earlier on? Uh, you know, mid two thousands. You know, not really. I'm a Bay Area guy, so I, uh, you know, was a big Cal Bears, uh, Stanford fan. So, you know, not much. I just knew that uh, I, I always knew about it. And, right. um, you know, when I kind of got into high school, I kind of started to learn more about what they're about. I, um, I just look, When I look at your numbers, I've been covering the FCS for about 13 years now. And, and when Cal Poly, uh, before Co- Coach Walsh got there, when, when Rich Ellerson was still the head coach, but they were still running the triple option, they had a receiver named Ramsey's Barden, and he was maybe the most dominant guy I've ever seen. And basically, it was a similar role to what you got. You know, if you if you run the play action triple option, then you chuck it up. And I mean, he scored something like fifty touchdowns during his career. He went on to play for the New York Giants. But you've been kind of the first guy that's really had that true breakout, solidified multiple year role in that offense. So I think it's a cool and interesting parallel. But um, take us through just what it takes from a mental standpoint, because oftentimes. You are just going to be blocking on the perimeter. But then when you're called upon your time, I mean, it's going to be a deep shot most of the time. So what's it like to balance the responsibilities in the offense for a guy like you? Yeah, it was, it was uh, definitely uh, hard to grasp that role coming out of high school. You know, it's, we ran a completely different offense, but you just kind of got to be ready when your name's called. Like you said, you got to go make a play. You know, you can't really think about it. You don't have time to, you know, catch those intermediate routes and kind of get going. You got to go when your when your numbers called on offense. You got to go make a play, especially at the wild position. So, you know, I kind of pride myself on just being ready and mentally throughout the game. You got to be, you know, locked in on every play, even if it's uh, when we're running the ball. You know, we take pride in our in our blocking on the outside. But yeah, it's definitely uh, you definitely got to have a different mindset, knowing that you're only going to get you know um, limited shots. So you got to you got to take advantage of all those. Take us back to the game at Southern Utah. We were talking to Jeff Choate yesterday, Montana State head coach, and he said, watching the film, you literally were getting sick because the camera was swinging so hard because it was so it was so windy. He said when you watch it from the, the 22 wide angle that it's almost hard to see what's going on because he's like, I wouldn't have wanted to be on top of that lift elevator because this thing was about to fall off the top of the thing. What were the elements like for you guys on Saturday? Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. I never played anything like that. Um, but, you know, go, it, it, going in and getting a win like that was big for us and our program. And, um, yeah, it was – It was. Uh, you kind of had to be there to really know the elements. But um, it was <laughs> – the wind was swirling. It was. I was back there ca- trying to field a punt, and I had no idea where the ball was going. So, 
Um, it definitely was a was the atmosphere I never played in. But you know, anytime you can go on a road, and, you know, in this league and get a win, it's you're, you're going to take it. So if it was a tornado, win, whatever, you know, we were we were happy to come out there with a win. Wide receiver J.J. Koski for Cal Poly joining us. Cal Poly hosting Montana State uh, this Saturday, 6 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff uh, there in San Luis Obispo. Uh, J.J., when you talk about uh, 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 this particular year, though, and you go, you know, Joe Prothrow obviously, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, graduating last year, and even though it's obviously still going to be and is always going to be a triple off, uh, option offense, there's actually more in the passing game going on. I mean, you are exploding as a wide receiver this season in the Cal Poly offense in the passing game. What's it been like, though, to have a, kind of a new quarterback back there and a little bit more opportunity, at least in the pass game? It's been exciting, yeah, definitely. Uh you know, our offense kind of has a different dynamic to it this year. Um, you know, we still pride ourselves on the same same fundamentals and foundation that we've had in the past. But, I mean, I think we showed since day one, you know, we played uh, USD at home, and we kind of we kind of took some people back that we can make some stuff happen through the air, definitely. Um, and I think that we've carried that forward and hoping to, you know, kind of know that we, we got a pretty good balance within our offense and within our system. You know, we had uh, Tim Walsh on, your head coach, uh, last week, and he's always been just a, a very nice guy to us and and and, uh, and great to talk to. But also, when you see him, you're like, well, is this guy a head coach or is he a Marine? Like, what do, what do we got here? <laughs> and I'm wondering what it's like to play with him, because uh, for play for him, because he is, he is, you know, a really nice guy, but also, you know, you can see uh, a certain toughness factor coming through with Coach Walsh, too. Oh yeah, yeah, he definitely spot on with that haircut too. So you know he's exactly. uh, he's kind of got an edgy look to him. But yeah, he. I mean, the thing about coach is he's always a straight shooter. You know, he's going to be uh, straight with us as a team and where we're at. And it, you know, it's kind of always been how he is. So it's nice to have a guy like that at the helm who's not going to, you know, he's going to shoot you straight and kind of going to tell you what you're up against each week. So um, he definitely keeps our heads on straight going into each game weekend and you know each uh, opponent kind of really evaluates each team very well. I think. So old school. I think he might be the only head coach left in America that doesn't wear a headset during a game. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. <laughs> he's he's just locked in. He doesn't need a headset. Yeah, he doesn't know, he doesn't know what the calls are. <laughs> just down doing it. I love it. Well, you talk about Coach Walsh's toughness, and Jeff Choate has instilled a similar mindset at Montana State. And talking to Coach Choate yesterday, he was basically saying, hey, we relish the opportunity to go play a team that wants to play physical football like us because it's just going to come down to fortitude. It's going to come down to toughness who can outlast the other team as as a team on your guys' side of this thing what's your mentality going into this game and do you guys relish this sort of matchup as well yeah we're excited you know this week we've been kind of preaching it's going to be one of those you know hard-nosed games and you know it's going to be i think it's going to be down the wire we're, we're, we're really fired up for this game it's i think it's big for both teams you know starting off the big sky we're both you know one and oh and this is kind of a step uh this is going to be a big game for us on this side so we're hoping uh you know it's going to be hard nose hard fought i think it's going to be a tight one down the wire so we're uh you know we're, we're kind of going in with that mindset this week that we're going to have to give it give it our all for you know four four full quarters and if, if it takes a little extra it takes a little extra but yeah i think it's going to be uh it's going to be a fun one you know, you, obviously when you guys run the triple option, it's a unique challenge for anybody that plays you, and that's certainly part of the advantage of doing it. Montana State defensively really hangs their hat, though, on their front seven as well, and, and, and again, probably why people expect a bit of a street fight in this one. But when you look and see the film and kind of see what Montana State is and does up front, what stands out to you? 
Well, not only are they uh, athletic, but they're pretty big. You look at their front seven, especially a linebacker. They got some athletes back there. So, you know, even watching film on them, and you know, we we played at you know Weber State had a good front seven too. So I think those two, you know, those two fronts are pretty uh, similar in terms of athleticism and size. So it's, I think uh, you know we got a good test against them uh, earlier this season. So. You know, yeah, we can't say enough about the. You know, they got they got a lot of guys who got big motors on their side of the defense. So they're gonna get, they're they're not gonna be you know they're gonna be pursuing to the ball all game, and it's gonna be a yeah. We got our work cut out for us this week. It's interesting the chess match and the X's and O's that go into so many different sorts of football games. And just talking to Coach Walsh over the years, and I've been covering him for so long, he always says, you know, hey, we're just gonna take what the defense gives us. We're gonna see what happens on Saturday. So uh, when you're preparing. How do you balance that? I mean, what's the what what is the just the process like when maybe you're not going to know necessarily the look Montana State gives you right out the gate, so you're not necessarily going to know how the triple option is going to be able to operate against whatever look they might give you. Yeah, I think we, I think that's you know I think each week we kind of got an idea what teams are going to play, but you never really know, right? You're just you're just kind of got an idea in your head of what what you're going to come out and look at. But we got a lot of guys on offense who's played a lot of downs and seen a lot of fronts, so. You know, just being adaptable during the game is the biggest thing for us as offense. We don't ever want to get worried. You know, we know we're going to get some stuff thrown at us that we might not have seen before. But um, I think just being, you know, on your toes and being adaptable during the game and being able to make adjustments is the biggest thing for us as an offense. And you know, seeing what the defense has given us. So, yeah, like uh, like I said, it's, I know we probably will see some stuff that we might have not have seen in the past. But uh, we just got to have our eyes right and you know, uh, and just go with the game plan. Because of your big playability, because you have been so productive for several years now there, I know that there's some some football on your horizon likely. I know that's probably a goal of yours individually. Last question for you then, how do you balance that? How, how do you balance you know, maybe some NFL aspirations and chasing those dreams while being in the scope of contributing to a team uh, during your senior season? Yeah, it's it's been different. I don't really, I've not really thought about it too much, honestly. It's, uh, you know, like you said, it's always been uh, in the back of my mind, but you know, I came here to play for Cal Poly and, you know, have a have a productive career here, and I think uh, I've kind of proven that over the last four years, and, you know, I'm just taking it all, and we only got so many of these left on the schedule, and it's, uh, you know, it's been a blast. we got a tight group this year, and like you said, I'm just trying to take it all in and, you know, worry about, you know, what I can do in this season to help us get some more W's, and, you know, I think the rest will kind of take care of itself. But, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a different balance this year, but, you know, nothing, uh, nothing crazy, and it's been just, uh, you know, fun to take it all in. Cal Poly wide receiver J.J. Koski joining us. Uh, boys and girls, you want to have yourself some fun. Enjoy yourself. Go to the Cal Poly website, the football page, and take a look at J.J.'s profile pic. That is a <laughs> glorious thing that you did there for the camera. We appreciate that. That is that is a winning smile, my friend. Uh, J.J., thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck on Saturday. Really looking forward to this football game between uh, between the Mustangs and the Cats. It's going to be a lot of fun, and, and, and best to you, okay? Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. Colt, there's something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. 
In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. Now, let me tell you something, though. If you do go online and check out the profile pic, you will not be disappointed. I mean, that boy is going ear to ear with the grin. And I would say there may be, it, it may not be entirely sincere. This is what I'm talking about because I go in and I do the uh, the driver's license photo. I'm not messing around with this thing. I want to look as horrendous as I possibly can. He looks great in the photo, by the way, but it must be, it's not honest. That was your Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week. Not burning the kid. JJ was great. The photo? It's a college kid having some fun. That's what I think. 2012, before Media Day, all the Montana State Bobcats shaved the most disgusting mustaches you've ever seen. Every single one of them. <laughs> 20 years from now, they're going to look back on that media guy and either think that was the greatest or dumbest decision in no, their lives. Probably the greatest. 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 For sure the greatest. Two-tell new one is 1029 ESPN Radio. Quick break. We'll come back. Picks against the spread, NFL style. We do it every Friday, five games of the week. We will pick them for you right after this. By the way, don't look now. Top nine. A's up on the St. Louis Cardinals 3 nothing, And uh, there's two runners on, two outs with the Cardinals. Their last chance of this coming down to it hey have i told you about this yet you got to go check this out shine auto detailing online at missoulaautodetailing.com or you can just google google auto detailing in missoula you can get a deluxe detail and get a free headlight restoration as well to make your winter driving more more safe that's a 75 dollar value just for that headlight uh, restoration they're going to give that included in a deluxe detail what's included well it gets you the interior the exterior it's spotless for your whole vehicle they will clay bar the exterior and apply ceramic coating to protect your car from winter roads salts and sands it's not just about getting your vehicle to look great it's about getting it to last and last a long time shine auto detailing missoula auto detailing.com they're the number one auto detailing in missoula okay go online shine auto detailing and then again missoula auto detailing.com everything you need for winter drive Make it safe, make your car run faster, and make it look great as well. All the things. Shine Auto Detailing. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. 
The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good evening, Ryan Tutel, Colter Nuanas. Here's some sports news for you. It's high school football around the state. It is, after all, a Friday, boys and girls. And Sentinel and Big Sky clash in Missoula in a crosstown rivalry game. The Spartans are trying to rebound from last week's heartbreaker, a 39-36 home loss to Butte. Butte kicked a game-winning field goal at the buzzer to win that thing. Big Sky showed toughness in a win over Bozeman earlier this season, but that is the lone victory in five games so far for the Eagles. After their first three-game winning streak to start a season since 1987, the Hellgate Knights suffered their first loss last week at the hands of number three, Helena High, 42-20. to Hellgate will look to bounce back tonight against Kalispell Glacier, a team that blasted Big Sky 63-35 last week. After its first three game, oh, excuse me, paced by nine aces, let me Ooh. get to that one, uh, Montana's volleyball team earned its first sweep of the season in the first Big Sky Conference victory, beating Eastern Washington in three sets during homecoming week. Montana led by at least six points in all three sets and a 14-point margin of victory in the second set was Montana's largest of the year. The Montana State volleyball team earned a four-set victory over defending Big Sky champion Idaho Thursday in Bozeman. The big news, MSU senior Alyssa Rizzo finished with a match-high 21 digs, giving her Montana State's career record of 1,720 digs. She breaks the record formerly held by Candace Kelly. And tomorrow, week two of the Big Sky Conference football schedule, the Grizz homecoming versus Idaho State. One o'clock kickoff there, and the Montana State Bobcats on the road at Cal Poly. 6 p.m. kickoff, Mountain Standard Time. Boys and girls, how are you? It's Tutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Good to be with you. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, online at KurtzPolaris.com. Um, if you uh, would like to listen live, you go online, 1029ESPN.com, and listen to the stream. Coulter, isn't the stream great? How great is the stream? Love it. <laughs> it's a great way to listen to the show anywhere in the world. And also, I know a lot of people are transitioning into maybe not having a traditional radio machine. Adding to the traditional radio machine. Right. There you go. You can listen to it on your computer, your desktop, your laptop, whatever it might be, your, your streaming device, your Alexa, whatever. We, listen, we got you. Listen live on the Listen Live tab at 1029ESPN.com. Thanks to Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Uh, Coulter, the Braves did finish off the Cardinals, evened up the series at one game apiece. Earlier today, the Houston Astros, 6-2 winners over Tampa Bay. Right now, bottom of the first inning, Minnesota, the Twins, up over the New York Yankees, 1-0. Uh, two outs, one on there. That came on MLB Network. And when we are done here this evening, game two of the Washington National Los Angeles Dodgers series here on ESPN Radio. And uh, that game uh, starting at 7.30 Mountain Standard Time. It'll go to air broadcast beginning at 7 o'clock. The Dodgers winning game one last night up one game to uh, zero. Coulter, it's time to pick some games against the spread NFL style. NFL picks against the spread brought to us by our friends at KDO Keefe's. At the end of this, by the way, stick around. We got a $25 bar tab to give you thanks to KDO Keefe's. So we'll give you that here at the end. Uh, Coulter, the Seahawks game last night. This was so funny. This game opened, by the way, and this isn't one of the picks because we did pick it last night, but the game opened 
the Rams a one-point favorite. And then over the course of the next you know few days, it went to the Seattle Seahawks being a one-point favorite. But it closed yesterday with the Seahawks a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and the Seahawks won by one. So some people got it on the number and pushed. Some people got it early and won if they were on the Seahawks. Other people picked the Seahawks to win. How disappointing would it be if you picked the Seahawks to cover a one and a half point spread? They win the football game, but they lose you the bet by winning by only one point. Of course, could have gone the whole other way. Greg Zerline for what, 42 yard field goal at the buzzer doesn't just slide just a little outside. Seahawks, the luckiest team in the NFL? No. Are they? They are so good. Are they so good? They're they dude. Tell me you watched this game last night. I sort of watched. No. It. Okay. Russell Wilson. I, I watched is I watched a just he's just unbelievable how good he is. The throw the touchdown to Tyler Lockett is as good a throw as it is possible for a human being to make. As good a throw as you could pot put them all up there. Elway, Mahomes, Cutler. Rodgers, put them all up there. You can't. You could maybe make one as good. You can't make one better. It's not possible. And also, he's just running circles around everybody. It's remarkable. I was really he's, thinking he's about it. Unbelievable. I was really thinking about it because I said yesterday that I didn't believe in the Seahawks yet, and I texted you guys last night at you the did. game, and I said the Seahawks are good. You they did. are. You did. I, I just I think and I think that this comes back. To, I think Michael Sean Dugar, who's been great with us on our twelve for the twelves, he's he's, he's, Friday he's segment, preaching to you. He's on preaching this, to me he? a little bit, but also I think he summed up what my mental block with the Seahawks is. And I think it's because Pete Carroll has the most defined culture and the most defined style of any head coach in the NFL. They play a the style the mentality that they approach games with is very similar to the Montana State Bobcats, yeah. where it's. We're not going to win the game in the first quarter or the second quarter or the third quarter. We're going to win the game in the fourth quarter. And I think that they have a great captain comeback as their quarterback in Russell Wilson. And I think that the culture is really good. But I also think that because of all those factors, because it is a developmental system when it comes to personnel as well as the style that they choose to play, that I think that they have a definitive ceiling. I think that's my block with the Seahawks. Is that like we're coming into this thing? When we did our NFL prognostications, I said the Seahawks would be an eight to nine win team. I can now see them being an eleven or twelve win team, mm. and I think that they probably are the favorite in that division now. And they they solidify Still, themselves. You think so? They solidify themselves as the favorite by okay. beating the other contender in the division last night. I mean, they have a head to head against the Rams now. Right. I mean, they have a head to head against the defending NFC champions right now. Yeah. So I think that they. I mean, but but this is the thing though. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks have never won, they've never won less than nine games since him and Pete Carroll have been the two figureheads of the franchise. They've never won more than 11 games. Mm-hmm. That's where they're at. Yeah. That's where I'm stuck on the Seahawks because I do think the Seahawks could again be an 11-5 and five or 12-4 and four team. I do. But I also think, and I think that they could be, be a team that's in the playoffs and win a playoff game, maybe even two. I just don't think that they have – I think they're just – they're stuck exactly where they are. They're never going to be worse than second in the NFC West, but they're never going to win the Super Bowl well, Let again. me tell you something. If they win two playoff games, you're in the NFC Championship game. I understand, I mean, but when you have but, – but that contrasts exactly what you just said because if you have a dude who you really think can make throws like John Elway, you better win the Super Bowl again. Russell Wilson needs to get another ring to solidify his legacy, period. How many guys are there who, if you have this quarterback, you better win the Super Bowl? I'd say five. Okay, and well, he's one of them. There's only one Super Bowl. 
I, un- I understand, but would you not agree as a Green Bay Packers fan that every year the Packers don't win the Super Bowl, that's a disappointment? Because another year that you didn't win the Super Bowl when you have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Absolutely. Right? But also, it's not the fault necessarily, though, now I, I understand. Of, of the quarterback. I understand. I'm just saying if you do have one of those transcendent guys and you are paying him as the highest paid player in the NFL, it is Super Bowl robust, period. And I just don't know if that's realistic for the Seahawks. I think everything you've said makes sense. Where's where you rank the Seahawks in terms of true Super Bowl contenders right now? They're oh, like fifth, right? They're, yeah, they're they're on fifth the or outside sixth. looking in, but they are looking in. Yes, fifth exactly. or sixth, sure. But here's the point: if you go to the NFC Championship game, you have the realest of real looks at winning. I mean, it is at that point. If you're you are never going to be less than a forty percent expected victory in a in a in a championship football game. I mean, it's almost never going to happen. And so if you have those odds, you are, you are, I mean, that is as good. What did you say to me about the, about, about basketball? If you start the season with a 5% chance of winning the NBA finals, you are in great shape. Totally. So the, the Seahawks are in, in fabulous shape. Are they the favorite to win the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Are they favorite to go to the Super Bowl? No, but they are. All you need is to get into the tournament. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I agree. And then see where you're at in week 18. I agree. I just wonder if they're stuck. They're, they're, if but. you are in the playoffs, you're not stuck. It, not in the NFL. Other sports, yes. Not in the NFL. Let's pick some games. Let's do it. The Minnesota Vikings, a five-point favorite. The only reason they could possibly be a favorite the way it's going right now in Minnesota is because they're playing at the New York Giants. Please. That is such an overreactive statement. Dude, they played the best defense in the NFL last week. Of course they of course they looked mediocre. It's not about the Bears. This is about the Kirk Cousins and the offense that yeah, right. that has gotten their two other best players that are not Dalvin Cook completely out of sorts. Oh, where, where I, I, I totally Diggs is asking I totally, out of Minnesota. I totally agree, but they have one of the best defensive minds in the NFL as their head coach, and this is a defensive team. That's why the Kirk Cousins signing was so dumb, is that you don't need the quarterback when you have the identity the Vikings had, right. but that comes full circle to why they're a five-point favorite. Because guess what? You played, you played the Redskins and the Bucks, Mr. Danny Dimes. Now you get to play the Vikings. Yeah. You went from playing two of the five worst defenses in the NFL to one of the four best defenses in the entire well, league. Well, and also a great fix for your offense stinking is the Giants defense, too. Definitely. So when it comes to this game, much as I, you know, am down on Minnesota and everything that's going on there, I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to win this game on the road and not just win, but cover this five-point spread. I lay the five points. I take Minnesota. I do, too. Okay. You and I are in agreement on that. The New England Patriots, a 50... Now, this... You they know, have had four straight yeah. double-digit spreads for the Patriots. Here's That's the, crazy. Here's the thing is, is the scoring, the, the point spreads are starting to reflect where we're at in football. It has been at times where you saw these egregious lines and you thought, my goodness, is this even professional football? And it is. But also, the scoring is so much higher now that this probably would have been a 10-point spread four years ago. But now, and, and that's, by the way, a dominant point spread in the NFL. Now it's 15 and a half. You go, well, what's going on? It's not that they're so much better than Washington. They are, obviously, far better than the Patriots. But it's also about just, the, you know, it's not it's not 24-10 anymore, man. It's 35-21. You know, that's what it is. So, Patriots, 15 and a half points at the Washington Redskins. 
two points here. Number one, text for my brother who's in town now listening to the show. Shout, Shout out to out. The Patriots have not trailed for a snap this season. Not one. Not one snap have they been behind in the game. That's an amazing stat. Second of all, though, well, would it be possible to be trailing for any a period of time and not have a snap? They've just never trailed in a game. They've never trailed in a game. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Secondly, though, how about this whole thing coming full circle now Tom Brady's 41 years old, and for whatever reason, as the defending Super Bowl champs, the Patriots were gifted one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. I mean, when you look at their schedule and put pencil to paper, it was like there's no feasible way that they're not 6-1. and one. Worst case scenario, and, and by, by the midpoint of the season, it's, they're going to be 7-0. and oh. It's just I mean, they've had, unbelievably They've had two true. touchdown spreads for four weeks in the, a row. That's only, unheard of in the The NFL. only losable game that they've played this, this season so far was at Buffalo last week. Right. They got out of it, and they won the football game, which they should have won. Yep. Um, Skins are terrible. I got the Patriots. When you get up and over 14, but my goodness, they are bad. It, it's 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 just it's all it's it's gone from bad to worse. You thought okay, they now they bring in, you know. No, nah, I can't do it. I'm with you, New England. I I I I can't go the other way on this thing. New England wins by I don't know forty. Denver at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Denver Broncos still searching for their first win. Vic Fangio still searching for his first win. The Chargers six and a half point home favorites uh, against the Broncos. The return of Melvin Gordon for the Chargers. By the way, Denver has Denver's 0-4. Two of those losses in one of them controversially to the Bears and one of them in heartbreaking fashion to the Jags last week. That said, if you can't beat the Jags, and who's who's a bigger fan than you and I of Minshew Mania, okay? But if you can't beat the Jags at home with Gardner Minshew as the quarterback, then you know, I don't want to hear about it from Denver fans. That said, they're going to break through at some point, and the Chargers have been surprisingly poor. The, the Chargers have been a disappointment through the first quarter of the season. They're six-and-a-half-point home favorites in the soccer stadium, StubHub Center or whatever it is over there in uh, Los Angeles. So I am I am torn on this. Honestly, I thought the number would be bigger, in which case I would pick Denver. If it's under a touchdown, six-and-a-half, though, I, I until it happens, I mean, you got to prove it to me. Uh, Bradley Chubb now out for the year for the Denver mm, Broncos. I didn't see Terrible that. That's, loss. A, that's a hit. Terrible loss for the for the Broncos defense. I'm going to take the Chargers at home to, to 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 cover as much as I hate it. The I mean, this shows you the margin of error in the NFL how slim it is. I mean, the Broncos have lost by eight, two, nine, and two. Mm-hmm. So they have cumulative 22 point deficits across the board to get to 0 and 4. Right. That's that's amazing in itself. The thing is is that Joe Flacco has just been just not good, man. He's just not he nothing about him's really been good. Yeah. Nothing about the Broncos. Right. That's right. That's true. Um They're playing yeah. close. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to be I mean, it's like I said, dude, I'm not I'm not here to Play the Green tat tat. Bay, I'm, I'm here to be right. The Green Bay Packers are on the road game of the day at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys, a three-and-a-half-point home favorite over the Green Bay Packers. Got the pa- I got the pack. I got the Packers winning this straight up. So do I. And uh, thank you very much for that. Indianapolis is an 11-point dog on the road at Arrowhead Sunday night football. Kansas City Chiefs, 11-point favorites over Indy. 
Indy has been better, I got to say, than what I thought they would be after Andrew Luck said goodbye. Jacoby Brissett has been a uh, a a fair NFL quarterback. He's been, let's put it like this, he's been an elite backup. That's what he has been. Take him he's, over Kirk Cousins. For sure. I mean, there's a, there's a number of guys in the NFL that I'd take Jacoby Brissett over right now. And that's saying something when he was not supposed to be your quarterback. So that is good news. But Indy... At Kansas, Kansas City has not been as dominant as I thought they were going to be. Really? I'm still taking the Chiefs, not just to win. 11 points, a lot of points. Patrick Mahomes, dude, under the bright lights, Sunday night. Arrowhead is going to be rocking. Give, give, give Kansas City fans a full day to get properly prepared for a football game, and they are going to deliver on Sunday night football. I got the Chiefs. Why, why has Kansas City not been as dominant as you thought? They're averaging 34 points a game. Yeah, I thought we, I thought they were going to get 60 a game. <laughs> 60. Mahomes threw four touchdowns in a quarter. Yeah, it's but like they Ryan, didn't score in the other three quarters. Hey, whatever, man. It's like Ryan Russell said on his podcast the other day. He said, Mahomes, he's so transcendent and he's so ridiculously consistently electric that we've reached the point where we're already numb to it. It's only the second week. Or it's only the second year. Yeah. I mean, the guy threw four touchdowns in a quarter. We're like, oh, that's Mahomes. Of course he did. Right. That's amazing to, when you actually think about it. I got the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, so, well, very uncontroversial for you and I uh, going uh, together on this the whole way through. Uh, we will pick the rest of the NFL games against the spread, and it will be available in the podcast. So uh, if you want the other games, uh, we will do that for you. You can check it out on the Two-Tail and Nuanas podcast. The Picks Against the Spread brought to us by our friends at Katie O'Keefe's. Coulter, let's hook the people up. Actually, Katie O'Keefe's is hooking the people up. It's homecoming tomorrow. And Katie O'Keefe has a $25 bar tab for you right here. It's in Coulter's hot hand. 329-1899. Call in right now. Coulter, tell them what they're going to get other than the obvious. You just get the $25 bar tab. You also get to experience a great place, a great neighborhood bar in Missoula. It's right there at the Stevens Center. If you go into 2100 Stevens, it's the last storefront on your right. And if you go in, make sure to turn left. Because if you've been to Katie's before, you know what the upstairs looks like with the gambling area and uh, the horse racing area where you can place bets on horse racing that's pretty cool that's one of the only places i think actually the only place in missoula that has that but if you go in and turn left go downstairs brand new open bar that is so sweet i mean it's a giant area they have everything there they got darts board games they have uh pool they have a jukebox they got poker in the car in the corner and just a massive place for you to hang out they don't have food but fear not you can bring whatever food you want in there you can order pizza if you want you can bring your own takeout in there whatever you want you yeah, can go beautiful. so you don't have to argue with the wife you don't have to argue with your buddies over who wants what just go get whatever you want and meet up at the bar and there you go and we're gonna get you started off with 25 dollars the only stipulation you got to use it all while you're there but that should be pretty easy be your place to watch the game go check them out they have a new special running during the weekdays mondays and thursdays you get a, a premium shot and a premium draft beer for six bucks you're not gonna find a better deal than that That's anywhere in town and they also have drink specials all Saturday and Sunday for Grizz games and NFL games. So go check them out right now. Give us a call, 329-1899. Got a $25 gift card for you. Just pick it up at the tailgate party from us tomorrow at the base of the walking bridge right in the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. Katie O'Keefe's, where the drinks are always cold and the people are always friendly. Two-minute mashup to finish out the week next. Colt, there's something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. 
Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. Tutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, wrapping up a Friday show for you. Wrapping up a week. Tutel Nuanas broadcasting from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you missed anything in the show, listen on the podcast. Podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. It's the Tutel Nuanas podcast. What's your last name? <laughs> uh, I got to tell you this. No one could pronounce my last name until I was 27 years old, and now because it gets said on the radio a million times a day, I actually have so many people that know how to pronounce my last name. So thank you, Airbrake Missoula Broadcasting, for teaching people how to actually say my last name. You're I well, got people. I got people that have known me for 25 years that still call me Nunez. You got it, Nunez. <laughs> Uh, we are, uh, so if you check out the podcast, the podcast is, uh, available. Thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham hotel. Go listen to it. Click on the links, rate it, review it, all that stuff. Also check out the FCS speculators podcast, brand new out as of, uh, Wednesday evening. Uh, and, uh, you're going to want to listen to that before the weekend games get here. So go check that out uh, today as well. This weekend on uh, ESPN radio, specifically tonight, nationals, Dodgers game two of the uh, NLDS uh, series Dodgers up one game to nothing over Washington uh, so uh, listen to that also tomorrow we will be on the air at 1130 come on down to the tailgate adjacent to the walking bridge uh, across from the Eastgate shopping center grab a drink grab something to eat get some swag hang out spend some time have some fun throw some little foam footballs around and Listen to us. We'll be on the air at 11.30 a.m. tomorrow. Get you ready for the Grizzly homecoming game against Idaho State. Then, of course, we'll be back on the air for the postgame show as soon as the game is over here on ESPN Radio. And then tomorrow night, game two of the Tampa Bay-Houston series. Houston up one game to none. They were 6-2 victor over the Tampa Bay Rays. And then on Sunday, how about some NFL football for you? I love this. Baltimore-Pittsburgh. Every time you get that matchup, let's do it. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. And then uh, in the evening, game three of the Dodgers and National Series. So there you go big sports weekend on espn radio we do this every week now shout out david putting this thing together for us it's great i can't wait i'm so pumped up about this this week's two telling the one is two minute mashup
Dad, I'm learning French. I was like, that's great. I'm learning how. Hello, Montana. We're happy to be one and oh. They're a handful to prepare for. He owes Coy still a six-pack of beer because he just hung him out to dry. At least. It's perplexing to me, man. I really, truly think that the Cats can win their next five conference games without throwing the ball. The Bengals, as road underdogs, uh, are, you know, probably going to win this game straight up. Mm. But, but I do think he can come into the game and complete eight passes. He could go eight of 20. Mitch Guller is the best receiver in the Big Sky Conference. Joined by Michael Sean Dugard. Yeah, Will Disley, man. You can't stop him. Just arm candy. Circle the wagons. Let's get back to brass tacks and do what we do and do it well. Boys and girls, you want to have yourself some fun. Enjoy yourself. Go to the Cal Poly website, the football page, and take a look at JJ's profile pic. That is a glorious <laughs> thing that you did there for the camera. We appreciate that. That is that is a winning smile, my friend. We're nowhere close to the end of this. My boss walked in and I was looking at stocks. Medical school sounds all fine and dandy, and I know I'd probably be a good doctor, but I want to be in football. This is a problem. Story of your life, bottom of the barrel. Coulter, it is a big problem. But he's significantly faster. And if you think that's hyperbole, it's not. Sam Herter joining us. There, there's certainly a lot of eyes on the Montana school. With both of these teams being back in the top 10, that's good for the FCS because when you see teams like Montana, Montana State ranked fans from out from out east and down south and in other parts of the Midwest really take notice because they're the blue blood programs of the FCS. And when these teams are good, a, a lot of teams take notice of it. I think both are back to being a, a contender. Both teams I wanted to win lost. This is going to be an all-out street fight. You want to know who he looks like? You know, he's not Eric Berrier. He's not Case Cookus. He's not Kevin Thompson. He's not Dalton Sneed. Cal Poly hopes Isaiah is not on the plane. I really don't think you need to be able to throw the ball to win. We, we don't make excuses around here. You know, it is nice to have a Bible that gives you the answers to the test. What do you expect out of a soft? Does he have a giant 12 tattooed on his back? I like to see us getting first down. It's a pictorial referent on the social media. A very nice invention that they made for us on the Instagram. 1029 ESPN there. I really like to see defensive linemen on on their back with our offensive lineman on top of them. I just, that's something I enjoy. Their topographical features often there's snow on them. It is nice to know that we live in such a generous town here in Missoula. Coulter, I don't know how he does his magic back there. We got other guys. How's my hair today? <laughs> I mean, the only regret I have about the two-minute mashup, it's not a 20-minute mashup, you know? I just can't believe how much stuff he fits into the two minutes. David, make work at his magic on the uh, machine. I love, I love it. that thing. I mean, the the... Irreverence in Jeff Choate's voice when he says, I know what all the fans and all the media and all you people want to see, right. but you want to know what makes me happy. First downs. At offensive linemen laying on top of defensive linemen. It is just so funny. Yes. It it it, it it's perfect. It's everything. When you're you like sitting know. front row in those press conferences, it takes a good effort to stay composed. Cause you can chuckle a little bit, because he wants you to chuckle a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like about to howl because I just think that this crazy guy is just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Pure gold. Uh, well, we'll be playing that uh, for you throughout the week. Uh, my goodness, I mean, we should just play that on a loop. Let that just be the, uh, just let that be ESPN Radio. Boys and girls, uh, enjoy the games tomorrow. Again, 1 o'clock kickoff of Washington Grizzly for homecoming. Come by. Say hi. Enjoy uh, the tailgate tomorrow with us. And again, 1130, we're on the air tomorrow morning. So uh, we'll be there for you with everything you need to know about the uh, Grizzly-Idaho State football game and the return of Rob's, Rob Fennessy to uh, Missoula, Montana. Montana. And then 6 o'clock kickoff Mountain Standard Time as the uh, Bobcats go triple option versus triple option, I guess, is what's going to happen uh, as they take on Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. You pronounce the yes. I've been I've been told. You, you are a quick learner, yeah, Gus. Just, I mean, get over 10 it. seconds. What's going to happen this weekend? 
I think Montana's going to throttle Idaho State. I think the Montana is going to win, not throttle, and I think the Bobcats are going to win handily over Cal Poly. I think both teams win going away. Yeah. And the uh, collision course continues. We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the uh, parade, baseball, football on your radio. Have a great weekend. Catch you Monday. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.